the FranCast. We are really excited to be here today to talk about three more episodes of The Nanny, which is a show that we love. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm joined by my friend Larry. Hello. Yes. And Colleen is here. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Yeah. No complaints, I guess. <laughs> You're surviving, uh, surviving quarantine. That's all we can ask these days. I lost. Right? I lost what week I'm in. I'm, I literally yeah. don't know. I think it was week five, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like I. I think I feel like the only way I keep track is I've been doing these Sunday devotionals, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm on devotional six coming up. So I'm like, okay, that's how many weeks I've been in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> So if anybody is trying to do a a, a a retrospective on my, when I finally lose it completely, that, that's how they can tell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we hope that you all listening are doing well and hopefully that this will make you smile like the nanny does for us. And we're talking about uh, episodes 11, 12, and 13 of season uh, one. And our first episode is called a plot for nanny and so the basic plot of this this episode is that fran ends up dating a a, is it a mortician or is it a director funeral director funeral director and so it's interesting so it starts out with fran's birthday party and sylvia says uh when when I was your age, I was a cow. <laughs> uh, and she uh, she's very obviously very concerned that Fran isn't married and all of that kind of thing. And what is that? This I, she finally admits that oh she's she's not she's turned thirty supposedly is what she tells Maggie. <laughs> yeah. And we find out that Maggie is also dating a kid named philip and uh what did larry what was your overall thoughts about this episode uh, i thought the episode was all right it had some fun moments um <laughs> full of you know more like morbid death humor, humor. right uh, <laughs> with her dating him but yeah it was all right yeah uh what did you think colleen same it was it was decent it had some moments it was a little morbid and weird and creepy but not like in an awful way it was just like the undertones were a little off but it was fine so i have to add we're all three of us are single single americans and so larry which would you rather date a funeral director or a clown (laughs) 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 this is very important in this it episode just, it does remind me i think i think it was dorothy and the golden girls also <laughs> i'm sorry when i saw that <laughs> it was dick van dyke yeah i was like there was uh, there was a storyline in the golden girls also about dating a clown um and kind of reconciling with that career choice i mean frankly I, I, I would probably I, I, go with a, a funeral director. <laughs> I, I have mean, to say. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I don't think that I'd be worried about his employment prospects these days if he was a clown. 
you know, I mean, you know, here we go with some morbid humor, but uh, the at least the Undertaker business is is still going and will always be going. Uh, you know, a, there's a always jobs um, <laughs> for. I don't know what I don't know if it because do funeral directors do like the dead's makeup and everything? See, yeah, I think that's, that's a, a makeup more, artist or embalmer, or is that yeah. a mortician? Because that's they, a mortician, yeah. Because the they kind of made those little offhanded jokes. I mean, I don't know if that's what he did, but they made like a joke about, oh, you and Fran both do makeup or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, he seemed to be the only employee. <laughs> he was just doing yeah. everything. He was, yeah. he was doing the makeup, selling the <laughs> caskets. Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this frankly didn't look like a, a funeral home for uh, like a... It didn't look like a Jewish funeral home, you know? Like, I didn't see, like, uh, <laughs> them having, like, Shiva and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, but, but basically that, I mean, this is quite an elaborate scheme playing matchmaker <laughs> that Sylvia has. So <clears throat> she buys a plot for Fran for her birthday. And because it's buy one, get one free. <laughs> that made me laugh. I would be so insulted. I <laughs> know. Uh, if somebody bought me a plot. Well, and so and and she bought a spot for her her you know her eventual mate, I guess. And uh, and I mean, I guess like I frankly probably wouldn't care, but like it certainly would just be kind of like oh, that was that was that was weird. I mean, because she would have to be so confident that Fran would be into this funeral director. To, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, how, I guess how can you pass up a good deal? I don't know. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, my, I, I'd be worried that I'm like, I don't know, next to the fence or some some horrible position. That's the free. That's the free plots. I, I don't know. <laughs> Meets the funeral director. And I feel like this guy, this actor, was in every show in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really familiar yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which is always kind of funny. He was on, I, think, I think he was on a Golden Girls episode. Yeah. Uh, I can't say for sure, but I, I think so. I'm pretty sure he was on the Cosby show. I'm pretty sure so. I, he just looks <laughs> just... super familiar to me. <laughs> making his rounds yeah yeah uh but uh but then yeah so maggie's going out with philip and philip is really deep he's uh waxing philosophical discussing the nature of conscious consciousness and whether or not something actually exists basically he's like taking philosophy 101 <laughs> and he's uh. really excited about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have to say when i particularly when i was in college that would have been i would have been real excited about that <laughs> i uh was uh political philosophy was my emphasis and so oh. yeah <laughs> so a guy that was actually like interested in uh i i would have been very excited about that. <laughs> so i probably would have been all over philip <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so funny. incredibly pretentious He's basically talking about Plato, you know, the whole, like, is it a chair or is it <laughs> the form of a chair? How do we know? But I don't know. What do you think, of, uh, Larry, about Philip and his waxing philosophical? 
um i just i like i felt like it was so weird that they just like casually kind of like bopped him in there you know uh, mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah yeah i guess things with eddie are over <laughs> yeah i was I like know. oh she she got over eddie quick you know we didn't get that like breakup episode no. uh, especially for like a first love that was what kind of like threw me is because this is like her first big boyfriend and i don't know she seemed so into eddie and we didn't get like a oh it's over <laughs> <laughs> and you would have felt like a, a you know something about fran in the 90s would have been all over that breakup episode or teaching a lesson through that but mm-hmm. yeah um it was funny it was just like a little bit like who are you? No. <laughs> Where did you come from? What happened to yeah, the, uh, James yeah. Marsden? <laughs> I mean, I, I also, I, it was interesting to see I me and Mr. Sheffield is evidently totally cool with Maggie on the, uh, on the dating in the dating no. world now. Yeah. yeah. It took the one and he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he tells, he tells her next time you go to a coffee shop, try decaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Like I wasn't a coffee drinker. Are, are do you guys drink coffee? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm. A, I'm totally into it. But like, I didn't drink coffee in high school. I didn't start coffee till like college age. Mm-hmm. And I used to do I mean, coffee shop rounds. That yeah, was a big deal. I definitely I was definitely like a Starbucks on the way to school person. In yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so young. I didn't have Starbucks yet. <laughs> We had the little local places, which were great too, with like open mic night and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had that kind of stuff where I grew up. So, but I, I, I was known for, to go into more than a more than one poetry reading. I mean, I was, oh. I was pretty obnoxious in in uh, when I was in college. <laughs> I really oh. that. Uh, in you in a poetry reading, you you snap your fingers if you like the poem, yeah. which is really ridiculous, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just was so excited about, uh, about all these new ideas and sort of these new, uh, ways of thinking about the world. And I mean, honestly, if, if I had to go back to any time in my life, I would totally go back to college. I loved college. It was was like the best time of my life. And, and even like the classes that weren't my favorite we're still just, I just, I just loved being out on my own. And, and I think a lot of it too, is that my, uh, my mom had just had a baby. And when I, before I went to college and so I was just like, get me out of here. <laughs> I don't believe. And, uh, and my parents had just moved too. So I had no attachment to where they lived. And it was just like, it was just the best. Wow, that's <laughs> it's awesome. like somebody else pays for you to, at least in my case, I was very fortunate in that regard. That somebody else pays for you to just learn stuff. It was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I, I could do that again. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's exciting when you, uh, when you meet somebody at that age, that's like taking these things like seriously and isn't just yeah. schlub, you know? But, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it reminds me of, um, on the Cosby show when, uh, Vanessa is dating, uh, um, Robert is his oh, name. Oh, I loved Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Who was in a Hallmark movie. Yes. Yeah. He was in the, um, Kirk, he was the vice fisherman. I just heard you talking about yeah. that. On the podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was so excited. I was like, it's Robert. He looks exactly the same. He does. <laughs> and uh, and just how like he thinks he's so much smarter than everybody else. Yes. Uh, it's too bad we didn't get to see Philip. That could have been hilarious. Yeah. 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 But uh, so <laughs> Fran ends up she's going to go on a date with this guy uh, from the funeral home, and it's kind of surprising that she wouldn't have already gone on multiple dates don't you think mm-hmm. oh since being at the house yeah 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 oh, other than their business date with the actor yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but anyway so mr shelfield tries to get niles to tell fran the rules of the house <laughs> <laughs> he's like no way i'm not gonna do it and <laughs> i know colleen what did you think about all of that with that was, whole plot it was funny it was like you could st- i mean we we already talked about it in a, in a previous episode you feel the wheels are starting to spin with mr sheffield a little yeah you know first of all he set the rules but you know he's starting to get a little jealous and deep inside there he may not know what it means mm-hmm. you know but i feel don't you guys feel that oh yeah. Oh, yeah i mean the chemistry is growing by the week or yeah. by the episode and all that stuff i mean um it was funny but why would you have i don't know those house rules were a little weird for someone who's 30 <laughs> right apparently or 25 or let's say just say 28 why not let's just pick a middle one well yeah it's, it was it's funny. very it was strange funny though. like for if you're gonna have a live-in nanny um i don't know yeah it's kind of it is a little strange yeah to be like well, setting these house rules yeah i mean i I mean i guess i can kind of see it especially since her room is like right up there with it's not like she has a it's not like she's like uh alice and brady buds you know like where her room is kind of off to the side right away from everybody else's uh it's right there in the main hallways if you have people that could be kind of awkward but i don't know i feel like it's a tall ask i think to expect her to be like celibate i guess the whole time she- <laughs> yeah i just i just think it was his it was just his way of like weird twisted way of getting you know yeah his, getting his I'm little just, feeling out there especially think of it how weird i don't know i guess i never really put much thought into like a live-in nanny but i'm just like oh so your living nanny can't be like married, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It just is like, oh, how weird. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, and then they always depict the nanny as like this older kind of dowdy woman. But it's mm-hmm. just like, wow. So they wouldn't have a husband or, you know, anything. Their, their whole life is just here. I don't, it's yeah. Weird. Well, I mean, that was like, well, if you're going way back to like Victorian, er- like Downton <laughs> Abbey era, then that was the case. Yeah, like, yeah. It really was. But, uh, but but yeah, I mean, evidently he, ex- <laughs> he expects this of Niles, evidently, or maybe he yeah. doesn't care because Niles, he was aware Niles was having the fling with the with Nanny Mueller, and he didn't yeah. say anything. Yeah, but he doesn't like Niles in that way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was pretty funny when he's like, uh, "The do you know the proper places for a fling to be flung, and that, that whole cute. thing and." uh i also just the whole thing from niles when he's like good god man it's just a first date <laughs> yes that was good i also loved uh <laughs> tell he tells 
and that's tell Cece uh, or lulling you into a false sense of security. And then <laughs> Mr. Shuffle says, I'm going to talk to Miss Fine about having sex in her room. Yes. <laughs> you know, that was funny. And uh, we also get Fran telling Mr. Sheffield that uh, she will wash the gray away. Oh. And him saying it came in the same time you did. That was cute. Yeah. That was that a good was, line. Uh, it was really cute. Not true. He had it in the pilot. But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it was still cute. Uh, and this is where we find out that the uh, the funeral uh, home guy is he's going to going to go to clown college. He's giving up the family mortuary business and he's going to go to clown college. And I kind of with Fran on this one. I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like even at the, even in the nineties, I don't know, like far be it for me to, to discourage anyone of their passion. But, um, but I feel like just on the fact that most clowns, it's a very like, like joining the circus is like a mobile nomadic lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know? I don't want to do that. I don't want to live that way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Colleen, what do you think about the clown thing? I just, yeah, I think it's weird. I don't like clowns. I'm not a clown person. I'm not yeah. a big circus person. Like, I've never really been a big fan of, I like animals, but not really the circus. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, it, it, it's a nice side hobby. It's not like a yeah. profession per se. If you're going to be a traveling person, be a traveling roadie. I mean, that's a more fun job. Right. Like, a roadie in a band. I mean, uh, uh, that's a more interesting traveling job if that's what you want to do with your life. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't date a clown. It would be very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well, I've dated clowns, but not those kinds of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all dated those. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and so Mr. Sheffield also he kind he's kind of trying to kind of critique Fran's outfit, and uh, and she says, "I just want a guy I can respect," mm-hmm. and that whole banter was really fun between them. And of course, Sylvia wants her to to date the uh, to date the clown. <laughs> no, and people try to pretend like stuff like that doesn't matter, but it totally does. Like you have to. <laughs> You have to respect the person that you're dating. I mean, and you have to have stuff in common. Yeah, it's so. just too much. And I also think about like, ooh, the type of person like the job of a clown would attract. I don't know if I could deal with them. Uh, so true. like, it just it wouldn't work for me. Like, no. I'm sorry. I'd be like, ooh, no, this is too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stop. Stop with the smiles. No. <laughs> so we did have a lot of fashion though oh, in this episode. Yeah. So <laughs> we have it starts a lot of black going on. It started with black turtleneck, and then she had like a long, it was like a longer vest with like an ombre kind of polka dots. It yeah. started went red, pink, purple, and then black pants, and and then uh, and then she had black pants, a leopard print coat. This is what she wore into the into the funeral home. Yeah, and uh, it had black cuffs and a fluffy black collar, so it was sort of like the reverse of the pilot outfit. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and then there was a black skirt and a neon green 
and black zebra vest. Those are the, I thought the real stinker of the episode. That was, yeah, was yes. horrible. That Awful. Was horrible. That vest was so bad. <laughs> so ugly, that vest. <laughs> and uh, in black turtleneck, of course. And I just can't get over all these turtlenecks. Like, I can't believe that was that popular in the 90s. Yeah, and I I do like that she just that Vogue did not include a turtleneck I in know. her her iconic looks of her career. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no turtleneck to be seen on that Vogue list. And then she had the red fur coat again, the fluffy red. And she fur put coat. it on over the green, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lot of color Christmas. for one outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um then she had the white robe with the fluffy flowers which she's worn before yeah. i actually like that i think it's yeah. super cute yeah yeah it looks comfortable mm-hmm. and then there was a black skirt with a green and black shirt yeah green red yellow polka dots on it <laughs> there's a lot of polka dots this, this yeah time. This whole, all the all of them right i think there was another's too yeah, yeah. it was just it's a it lot of polka just, dots the ombre ones then this yeah. one with the multicolored. i was well, like whoa it was funny too because i was like oh she has a collared shirt this time but no she had a turtleneck <laughs> and a collared shirt <laughs> Yeah. Woo. It was a oh red turtleneck. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, red turtleneck and then a green. It had green cuffs and a green yes. collar. So it was out of control. And then there was one more. She wore that yellow turtleneck, which you've seen before, and the high jeans. And uh, it was like a patchwork jacket, kind of, oh, yeah. I guess, <laughs> with, it, with her red coat, fluffy red coat. So it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of looks yes. <laughs> for one oh, thing. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, no, and, and then you had a pretty crazy look from Sylvia, too, in the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> the blue, it was like this blue faux fur coat that was like really thick and big with a white puffy blouse and a blue <laughs> skirt with like a print on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of, I was pretty impressed that Fran in the video. If you haven't seen it, it's this some um, look back at her iconic looks. Yeah, yeah. Um, video that was really fun that we shared on our Twitter. And uh, I, uh, I, 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 I thought that it was pretty impressive that she remembered every single designer and every single. I mean, just the details about some random outfits she wore on the nanny in one episode. I thought that was. That was interesting. Yeah, like yeah. Chanel and um, yeah. Bob Mackie. Wasn't that Cher's designer or isn't that mm-hmm. Cher's? Yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah, that was her. I <laughs> think she, he did, I think he did her wedding dress on the show. Uh, Bob Mackie, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but yeah, it, it was it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for this one, um it I'd probably give it a six. Yeah. A six is good. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast and talk about our sponsor for this episode, uh, the good folks over at Skylight Frames. And right now, we are all trying to think of Mother's Day. It's coming up, and trying to think of what we could get the women in our lives. And 
And Larry, I know you live with your grandma. Is that something that's <laughs> trying to figure out the perfect gift? <laughs> Certainly. Uh, when you're raised by your grandma, sometimes you have to think double <laughs> for Mother's Day and just trying to think of, of the perfect thing to, to get her this year because mm -hmm. shopping options are limited. Yes. Yes. And uh, staying in touch, it can be difficult especially for people that maybe aren't as technologically savvy as, as some of the other uh, other younger people and uh, the a really easy way to do that is with skylight frames this is a photo frame you can email photos directly to so you don't have to there's no usb there's no there's no complicated process for uploading the photos people can literally be at a site or at a, they can be in quarantine <laughs> they can be anywhere they can take a photo they can email it right to the frame people can be looking and see their photo there so it's a really fun idea and it's a way that you can because my family we have people all over the world my two of my sisters are in england and then i have a brother in portland and a sister in virginia and and so I gave my skylight frame to my parents and it's been really great for them to be able to get those photos from all over the place and, and be able to uh, do that in a really easy way. The whole thing sets up in under 60 seconds uh, that uh, it's, it's really, uh, even for the non-tech savvy, it's very simple and, and it has a touch screen. It's just very easy to use, 100% satisfaction guarantee if you don't love your skylight frame, they'll offer you a full refund. You can also, if you're giving that as a gift, you could preload it with uh, photos. So it would make a nice like wedding gift or, you know, in this case, Mother's Day gift. You could put like all the grandkids or, or all of, uh, the, you know, different kids from different, uh, for different times of their life. And it would just be really, really, really fun. And there's a special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. That's skylightframe.com slash hallmark, enter code hallmark. So the next one was called The Show Must Go On. And in this one uh, that uh, Fran uh, finds out that they're doing this pageant at the school. She is the director at first, but then Mr. Sheffield kind of takes over. And, uh, and so it starts out uh, with Fran at breakfast saying that, uh, you know, she's going to the, to the PTA and uh, she's got her little outfits on and everything like that. And they're like, oh, that's what you're going to wear. And she, when, once they get to the school, she's like, what, you know, what kid did that artwork in the hallway? And he's <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that and they find it's it's pablo picasso and she's like an adult did that <laughs> so that was pretty good and this was a pretty stuffy uh stuffy school yeah mm -hmm. of course and i don't know colleen what did you, what were your overall thoughts about this episode this uh, was probably my favorite of the three that we uh -huh. watched now this week um it was cute. I think they went a little too far with the Broadway musical. I know he has resources, but it just went a little too far. It <laughs> yeah. got away from the point of the pageant. But then I get the impression that the headmistress, that was her focus. She wanted the big production mm -hmm. with all the bells and whistles. But yeah. oh, it was okay. Yeah. What did you think, uh, Larry? 
Yeah, I thought this one was pretty funny overall. Um, yeah, I think I liked this one and the next one more than the first episode, personally. Uh, but this one might have been my my favorite of the three, too. I thought it, I thought it was cute. Yeah, it had some pretty funny lines. And uh, <laughs> the only thing I didn't like, and I know you weren't supposed to like her, but that whole, I think it was uh, Andrea, I think it was her name. <laughs> oh, <girl>. my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was a lot. And it was, it was like, wow, a little bit of that goes a long way. Yeah, I, I did like when Mr. Sheffield told her to return the gift. When she's like, my mom said that this is, my voice is my gift. He's like, well, return it. Yeah, that <laughs> like, was a really good line. <laughs> I couldn't get past her big hair for a no. little girl. She had huge hair. <laughs> yeah, she really did. I mean, she looked a lot older than Gracie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, all these little, like, stage parents. Oh. And there was one line where I thought, it's a funny line, but it it's one of those ones that's making Fran seem a little too stupid. When uh, when she says, uh, when she's introduced to the headmistress. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that. I thought it was so funny. But <laughs> it was a funny line, but yeah, come on, if she knows what a headmistress is. She's not <laughs> stupid. But yeah. it was a funny line when she's like, "Honey, you're living in a dream world. No matter what they say, they'll never leave their wives." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> And I, I, but I did love that she said that she played Hoddle in the third grade production of Fiddler. <laughs> I like how quickly she got on board too. Cause like, obviously when he first nominated her, she was like, oh yeah. no, no, no. And then like real quickly was like, oh yes. Okay. I'm yeah, on board. I'm going right. to direct. <laughs> I feel like they make a, a number of Fiddler jokes. You'll hear that. Cause I mean, it makes sense because mm-hmm. You know, she's this episode we got our our second andrew lloyd weber drop yes so yeah that was one of those moments about the orchestra which i don't think they followed through on um they showed a rather young looking like high school looking girl playing the drum mm-hmm. uh that big old drum uh during the production but i was like mm, i don't see an orchestra anywhere i hear them but I don't see them. Right. That's, true. That's true. I don't see a, a Cats level orchestra anywhere, Mr. <laughs> Sheffield. I, I did love when Cece comes in to the, to the house and she's like, I just had a flashback to the Annie 2 auditions. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I have to say, I just like her interactions with children yeah me too like as she's like mortified like yelling at them to get back as she's trying to get through yeah and then well, of course her interaction with that little boy at the end that was so funny she's just like oh no she's like where are your parents that, oh that investment baker's your parent come here like hot props him up on her lap oh my god yeah i mean that audrey girl she she has a really weird interaction with brighton when she's yeah, like, oh I'll do whatever it takes. I do anything to play the lead. And I mean anything. And he's like, uh, so that was weird. Yeah. And definitely. in the auditions, uh, so Fran isn't going to pick, uh, I mean, Fran is, Fran's going to pick Gracie, but Mr. Sheffield is like, oh, well, we should pick the, the Audra girl, the annoying girl. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because usually Fran isn't like a favorite her favoritism kind of person but yeah. i think because this whole thing doesn't really matter to her she's mm-hmm. like oh it's just a lark it's just for fun it so why not 
put whoever you want in it i think is why she does that yeah and then also to kind of boost up gracie's confidence yeah. she's mm-hmm. seeing it more yeah like from a, a personal perspective of this would be good for her as a person mm-hmm. <laughs> right <clears throat> yeah and that little girl that little girl she she won't stumble too hard <laughs> yeah. she clearly has, has got the confidence in the mom of her days that she can handle the setback for one one audition yeah that's a true pageant child when you think of like pageant meaning the girls who competed in those you know beauty pageants that's the kind of moms that they have i'm you know like yeah i've watched i've watched a lot of those bridal shows and those kind of moms those pageant moms are on the southern ones and oh my goodness oh yeah they go crazy and it's the same kind of vibe in this one you know i the mom the daughter yeah i those are moments where you're grateful you're single (laughs) i can't deal with that kind of thing Oh my gosh. I just, uh, wasn't the little boy, the little um, critic boy, he was the one who auditioned and didn't want to sing, right? Mm-hmm. At yeah. At the beginning? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, how weird. Why is he now the critic? Because he didn't want to be in the ensemble? <laughs> like, I, what's, this is a very biased critique I feel coming along. <laughs> yeah, you're right that he said, that says that, uh, so Chef, Mr. Sheffield ends up taking over for Fran and uh that he got the phantom orchestra from andalwood yeah <laughs> and uh and then we find out that the audra girl is she's tapping her brains out like some kind of deranged ann miller <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so mr sheffield is being super intense about it Ugh. and it's scaring gracie and finally fran has to say she doesn't care if everyone loves her only if you love her so she comes out and I, th- I feel like they could have at least mic'd her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they just, she sounded so quiet. Yes. They needed yes. at least get her a good mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Itsy Bitsy Spider. I mean, right. uh, <laughs> I mean, like a it, drop from the ceiling. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a very <laughs> underwhelming performance for all the showmanship that came up to it. Coming right. down, the costume was really cute, but then she's just. Oh, Barely speaking. Yeah. It's like, barely they probably shouldn't have given her the part. I think We've all, we can all see that. But there's a problem with nepotism. I did like her friends like um a quick little jab at nepotism. Like, what in the world? Like, doesn't yeah. he know the the art of nepotism? Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but she probably could have had the same lesson playing a different like did she need a yeah. lead role yeah but, you can uh, still gain that confidence just from kind of being on the stage period yeah yeah and then like you said the thing with cc and the backers kid was pretty funny yeah at the <laughs> and even the way she like is holding him on her lap is kind of yeah. like trying to keep as far away yeah. as possible <laughs> i'll tolerate you being here but don't really touch me too much thanks (laughs) yeah uh so we had a lot of fashion in this one Mm -hmm. we uh started out with a uh, with a diamond brightly colored collared shirt with a black vest and jeans and this she comes in and she's holding up a green jacket and a black jacket with gold balls on it this is which which one do you like? And I'm like, uh, frankly. <laughs> Put them both back. Yeah. Um, but uh, she ends up picking 
the the black one even though it's not as comfortable as the green one yeah so then there's black pants black turtleneck and a gold embroidered vest Ooh. And she, <laughs> yeah, i don't know the vests the vests oh, are almost, can't do it the vests are almost <laughs> worse than the turtlenecks <laughs> yeah that that vest i mean that gold i was like what is this yeah then she has a pink blouse with uh with like cream colored flowers on it and uh, a canary yellow sweater uh with big buttons and a black high-waisted pants and she says uh she says uh these pantyhose have a life of their own <laughs> i was like oh no oh my gosh pants and pantyhose oh, and, no. uh, and then there's black pants black turtleneck and a gold embroidered vest and the one that i liked and i actually put up a thing with different outfits from the three episodes mm-hmm. and to see which one people liked the most and they were kind of all over the place with the answers but this one was my favorite actually was the it was black pants with a white uh it was a white gingham vest with a white jacket mm-hmm. with a um with a white uh i mean a black lining i don't know i kind of liked it i liked the white on black kind of look yeah to it i thought that was a, a, a nice ensemble and because if you're gonna do a vest it should be part of sort of a suit i feel like you yeah, know what some, i mean yeah something going on <laughs> Because if the vest is just supposed to stand alone, no, that's usually not a great look. And mm-hmm. and then there was a black skirt, black turtleneck, a top with gold and and this was the weirdest one. It was these gold and and large jewels that were like all over in sort of squares. It was, it was like, like a cage. Yeah, it was like a cage coat kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, it, was it went on top of the outfit, but yeah. it was yeah, it was like a weird little cage. I was trying to figure out how to explain it and I'm like there's sort of squares of really gaudy costume jewelry it was it was it was so odd it was very strange and then uh, then she had nylons on in that and then final one was black pants black fluffy sweater with white cuffs and a white collar so she had a lot of black a lot of black (laughs) a lot of black (laughs) (laughs) all right last oh wait what um what score would you give this one uh maybe six and a half yeah that was what i was gonna say because it was better than the first one for me yeah all right six and a half okay then the last one is maggie the model and this one you have this one was kind of a weird one i thought (laughs) you have uh i was a little bit confused on the timeline is this somebody that that mr sheffield dated before meeting sarah i think so he would have had to have because mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, at first it seemed like oh this is somebody that uh that has been a post breakup person or something but then uh, but then they made some comment about it being 20 years ago yeah, or something like, like she that. Said, yeah, she said something about like it's been like 20 years or something. Yeah, and so Niles has been with Mr. Sheffield that long, huh? Yeah, I think they kind of grew up. I think they revealed later, right? Is they kind of were both like his dad was his dad's butler, I think. 
So they both mm -hmm. kind of were around each other mm -hmm. that whole time. And he inherited the butler's son. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I did think it started off with this, uh, this, it was Brighton and Maggie were playing this, like, touching game. And yeah. I thought that whole thing was weird. I was like, oh, what? Brighton and Gracie's, like, oh, was a little Gracie? don't touch yeah. me. Like, I'm, yeah, not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> I was like, don't. I think he was just trying to nag her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but keep your hands away from each other. I know. Um, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen such games, so. <laughs> you can't hit your sibling, I guess, so you just annoy them by not yeah. hitting them. Right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then so, Fran grabs him. I'm not, oops, not as good at this game as you are. At one point, Miss, uh, Mr. Sheffield calls Fran, uh, calls her sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Says something like, what are, you, what are you doing, sweetheart? And then he's like, oh, oops, <laughs> I said that. Oh, yeah, because she kind of nags him about something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then uh, we find out that this person is going to come for visit and Mr. Sheffield wants it all fancy and everything like that. And Miss and Niall says he kept going back to her like a moth to a flame. <laughs> he says, and an incredibly stupid moth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's this woman named Chloe. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she looked beautiful enough. I mean she was a pretty person, but to be like that kind all of supermodel. I was like, no. they needed to get like uh, a real model. You probably yeah. could have got somebody to guest star. I don't know who. Yeah, um, like get Christy Brinkley or somebody like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I was like, who would be old enough? Raquel Welsh, maybe in the '90s. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, because like Cindy Lauper now. I mean, not Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Cindy Crawford <laughs> now looks gorgeous. Still. Yes, that's like does. an ideal. But obviously, she was young in the '90s, so that wouldn't work. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like Christy Brinkley because she was really big in the '80s, and then yeah. so she would have been like the perfect age. I feel like, it, uh, so that would have been a good one. But, but anyway, this woman named Chloe, and uh, you see Cece getting pretty upset about it. Super <laughs> jealous. <laughs> My favorite Hello. line of the whole thing was when Fran goes to, "Do you need a pamperin?" Oh, I know. <laughs> Cracking up. <laughs> just the look the like oh, death glare God. was so yes. good it was so Cece. funny <laughs> well fran is the only one that could make that joke because if you imagine if mr sheffield said something like that oh you know you'd yeah, be no. such a chauvinist yeah no it'd be Awful. terrible you have to have it be another woman or it's, yeah, women, it's horrible get away with it a little bit more than women it's a woman talking to another woman I do love, like, before she really gets to know her, Fran just, like, jabbing Cece that whole time in the office about <laughs> about it. Like, oh, why didn't you invite her? Why wasn't she there? Oh. <laughs> yeah. All of that. Yeah. Oh, my, actually, I loved when Cece hung up the phone. Like, when, <laughs> when uh, Mr. Sheffield and her were going, like, back and forth about you hang up, and she grabs it and hangs it up. Oh, you, yeah. weren't you done? Oh. Apparently. Well, I and uh, I, I think it's Cece who says that uh, Chloe's had uh, had less work on than Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> 
Oh, oh no, so she Fran? does it, and then Fran does it, and they all laugh. Like, that yeah. was, like, my favorite moment is because yeah. none of those three liked her at that time, <laughs> so they all kind of were in the same. <laughs> well, they'll jab yeah. at her. They had a common enemy for once. Yeah, and so... It, no, she, but that actually was kind of a weird joke uh, that I, you could not get away with now, is when Cece pulls her face back and is like, do you oh, think she yeah. had yes. this? And Fran is like, Asians? I think so. You know, she's had oh. everybody else. And I was like, oof, that is not a joke that would fly today. <laughs> no. <laughs> this plastic surgery part, yes, but the, the Asian right. part, I was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, so Maggie goes in for uh to to try her hand at modeling and uh, the the photographer is andy dick which is weird yes. and i was <laughs> like oh this is andy dick cameo in this <laughs> yeah and he's super creepy uh the photo and then the photographer just kind of oogling her and being weird and and i think his hips i mean i did like that friend like jumped up and was like whoa 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 stop that <laughs> yeah it's not okay wow yeah that was weird and i liked uh, his interactions more with fran like mm -hmm. if he hadn't been so outrageous with like a 15 year old girl uh it would have been, not been as much <laughs> like yeah. him with fran back and forth was fine like mm -hmm. oh you nanny person like step to the side and her being like what's your real name <laughs> uh <laughs> larry you're a little young but there is a better version of this type of storyline on a very old facts of life episode with 2d uh -huh. where 2d uh -huh. had um somebody discovered her blair wanted to be discovered but 2d was the one discovered at a modeling agency and they dressed her up they took her to new york and mrs garrett was having a freak out the photographer wasn't so crazy but he was trying to get her to be all provocative and i think she was 12 oh mm -hmm. so i thought they did that story better than this one you know as far as that yeah. part yeah. of the story goes, oh, but it's the same kind of thing i feel like a lot of these shows i feel like there was episodes something like that with vanessa on the cosby show too it probably was but i don't yeah i don't remember that one as well i watch effects of life regularly so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i actually i think with vanessa there was uh it was more recording a recording contract i think was more like some oh, okay. person trying to i can't remember that but it sounds yeah. more familiar yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so maggie thinks the friend is jealous of her and i did like the line that uh fran says that uh, about the about the beatles he says with with all that money why ringo never fixed that schnauz oh. Oh, I couldn't oh. believe it. I'm like, don't do something, Ringo. Don't insult the beetle. I don't care what you say. They're not, they're not insultable. I know, yeah, because so she committed. made it clear, which is like she's dated all the beetles, not Ringo. <laughs> He's actually not, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He's like almost 80 and he looks really good. Yeah. He's he old, well but he aged that, very that well. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, and she says, Fran says, to maggie says i know what chloe says but can't we cross that bitch when we come to oh it? my gosh <laughs> no i was like oh that's pretty racy for like 90s um Very. tv i was like oh wow they got away with this huh? <laughs> yes and, uh, yeah i mean that was probably my, my one of my favorite lines too yes. yeah her and the mount rushmore line both times she really went at her I, those were like my favorite moments yeah and then 
uh, we find then. Oh my gosh, they also had that line. Sorry, because I was like, oh, that no, was the please. whole kitchen scenes were like racy. Because when <laughs> they when Miss Babcock comes in and she has, you know, she's like all distraught over uh, Mr. Sheffield taking her to the Hamptons without Cece. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she sits <laughs> down and you know she, they hand her a drink and she's like, plain tomato juice. Don't you have something harder? And Niles is like, not for you, I don't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, hello. Yeah. And then he drops the celery in, but I was like, oh, yeah, yeah this is some racy jokes in here <laughs> for 90s prime time. Yeah, that's true. And uh, so she, Fran, ends up kicking Chloe out and trips her her way out. <laughs> and she tells Maggie that oh, I, thought you, I thought you liked Chloe better than me. So that's why she was jealous, not because of their appearance. And uh, so that was a, f- a sweet moment. But I also thought, yeah, like with the modeling thing, like when she sits down to break the bad news to her, that, you know, those are critiques that you would give, you know, like you were mm-hmm. stiff, like there, there wasn't enough life, you were too stiff. Um, but that's critiques you as a, a, the photographer would be giving her not just you know i don't mm-hmm. know it was very weird i was like okay you know you don't just say yes 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 you would be giving her okay loosen up a little bit or you yeah. know i don't know instruction <laughs> as you're going with this 15 year old little brand new model right. well yeah they'd be giving something like, instead of like she stinks like <laughs> yeah just straight up like yeah. as soon as you go over there she's horrible and then you're just like okay we'll cut her loose you know like yeah. it would be like okay well work with her try to you know try to get something out of her and then then you'll be like okay it's not gonna work out but right. i don't know it was all very like fast you know not real but yeah so this one it starts out with uh with fran with black pants with a red crocheted sweater with like poofy buttons and then these slits along the arms i thought it was the ugliest sweater i hated it it was horrible it it looked like something from from uh we we have di here but something from like the consignment shop the goodwill what i hated most about that outfit was those shoes uh they were like weird slipper heel things but they oh my they were so ugly i was like oh yeah. whoa what are those shoes she's wearing they're horrible throw the whole outfit out oof yeah it was really really ugly um and then we get to see that red turtleneck again and the plasticky looking jacket oh. with green red orange patchwork print and oh a pink printed skirt with nylons and her hair was super big uh this is when she's trying to impress the model yeah and so uncomfortable i don't even know yeah. how she walked in that dress <laughs> it was awful. i would say would you swish when you walked you know like i feel like yeah. you would make noise <laughs> it was like yeah. It, yeah it was like wearing a plastic raincoat but like yeah. in a dress yeah. it was so bad or like i picture like that yeah like a vinyl tablecloth you know that you yes that's what it yeah. looked like and it would sound like if you scratch a vinyl tablecloth that makes noise i would be like that yeah scratcher <laughs> her jacket um i did like her next outfit though it was like a uh black skirt but it was like sort of petals going yeah. down with a white with border a white I trim that, yeah yeah that was, that, that was a nice one with a white high collar shirt and then a red jacket with a strange 
like Half black hearts. Oh, yeah, the, the collar. It's was... like a little heart in the middle of the, because like if you closed it, it made like a little heart. I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it except for the hat. I wish you would have ditched the hat. I kind of was like, eh, the hat is a little much, but. Yeah. It yeah. had a black beret with white border, and of course she had black nylons on. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I thought that the collar was weird. Uh, <laughs> very weird. Uh, and then uh, she had black pants with a white high collar shirt red jacket with a i only way i think describe it was an old-fashioned print it looked like historic moments yeah. like it looks yeah. yeah. like art pieces like i don't yeah. know it yeah. was, i know i was like what is that design it's like how do i describe this was there like a wagon or something on there yeah. like uh, little house days or something yeah, yeah. like there was a wagon there was like a statue like yeah. somebody kind of picking a statue somebody painting i mean I don't know where she got these prints, like the designs from the vegetables to the little like paper mache children to this. I mean, this one looked much better, at least. I thought this design was much better than those other two, but it was just a very weird design every few episodes. Her jackets have some strange things on them. Yeah, well, it was like it was about Mackie because he's still in business. <laughs> it's like a colonial print or something. It was yeah. it was weird, and uh, and then these big gold buttons, uh, and then she that's had, what I thought was interesting in the Vogue thing is she yeah. mentioned how they would replace buttons or like put yeah. big buttons on. So I was like, yeah, yeah they were really into those buttons <laughs> on the show <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And uh, and then she had that canary yellow turtleneck we've seen a few times, and uh, then there was a jacket with a wild colorful print with fringe black border, as yeah. I described it. Uh, so that was interesting. That just had like jeans on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we see her with a fluffy white shirt with a plaid jacket. I had like uh, patchwork plaid too, like a bunch mm-hmm. of different color and mm-hmm. different types of plaid all over it. Yeah. Was that the one? Yeah, oh, that was more like um, like a Scottish type plaid. Was that the one? Or maybe I'm thinking of <laughs> It's the one where she, yeah, she kicks her out in this plaid one. It yeah. was like the last look of it. Was episode. it greenish blue? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It felt like, yeah. A scale, like a kilt could be made out of that material or yeah. something like that. And when then. She's wearing the jeans again. <laughs> What do you think of the weird sexy feet thing? Oh, I hated it. I hated <laughs> it so much. I don't need to see people's. I don't like feet. I don't, I hate, I don't either. I don't like my own feet. I don't yeah. know that they're like abnormally weird, but I just don't like them. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't it, either. I'm like, oof. I, I, you know, because I wait around through the little credits and then I was like, ooh, I didn't need to wait for this one. This is too much. Yeah. Agreed. Her referring. <laughs> I love you, Fran, but I don't need to see your feet. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is weird. What I wish we would have gotten was like to actually see Mr. Sheffield's reaction to her leaving him again. Right. You know, because we kind of just, you know, she has him sit down and be like, you're going to get real strong after this one. Um, mm, but I yeah, was like, oh, I kind of wish we would have got that, like, that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. That yeah. would have been a good moment. That's true. Yeah, definitely. I so, did like his speech to Maggie, though. And then with mm-hmm. Fran is like, oh! <laughs> I loved it too. Yeah. I was like, that was a cute moment. It was cute. And I think my favorite was the uh, the incredibly stupid moth. It's like oh, my yeah. Niles' line. Yeah, that was no, that, that was funny to me. Uh so yeah, I I probably give this one mm, I probably give this one a five. Yeah, I think I'd go six. Six. 
I'll just split the difference. I think five and a half. <laughs> no, we're all in the same boat area there. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. These are three for the episode. We're excited to talk about the next three next week. So if you're listening, let us know what you think uh, of these uh, of these episodes and uh, the fashion, especially which one was your favorite. Uh, make sure you're following us at Frankcast14 on Twitter, and we'd love to to have your interactions and to 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 talk about the the episodes. And Larry, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And uh, and Cooling, where can people find you? Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lily four four zero nine four. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And you can find us all also at the Hallmarkies podcast. So make sure you're following us there. And uh, we uh, will talk again next week. Yay. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>